Welcome back, Padawans, to another episode of the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And today, well, first off, Josh, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're, we're recording a podcast, you know? Yeah, this is uh, good to be back. Uh, I know it's been it's a, a podcast. while. It, it, it's been quite a long time. I was telling Josh when we were getting ready for this, I have been like off Star Wars content pretty much for six months or more at this point yeah since since i pretty much moved to this and i moved into a house um and since i moved to this house i don't think i've touched star wars i don't even think i've watched any star wars other than now the book of boba fett which is what we're going to talk about today Mm -hmm. but it's been a longer break than anticipated but also feels pretty nice i gotta say i after living and breathing star wars for so long it's it's good to take a little break it rejuvenates the soul. Rejuvenates the soul. <laughs> I I think Boba Fett's also rejuvenated right now. I mean, yeah. he's got some pretty big ambitions. I mean, all we need is a back to tank in in the back, and uh, we're true. Go. <laughs> true. Uh, I wish it worked like that. Yeah, me too. That'd be great. That would be me great. Too. <laughs> what have you been your thoughts so far on the season, and then we'll dive into episode four, the Gathering Storm, a little bit more in depth today. I have enjoyed the season so far there was a couple episodes that were really slow or were in my opinion out of boba fett's character and uh i think the order that i have the episode so far again i guess spoilers we're we're at the point of episode four are going to be i think it's for me it's going to be two four three and then one i think it's in that order i don't know i i I really liked episode two my brain just just fixates on that one but i did enjoy the last episode i thought it was really fun it was a little bit strange at the beginning but in the end i think it was very uh satisfying so matt what do you think what was your interesting interesting i go uh this past episode's been my favorite so far which is kind of weird because as we'll get into it doesn't exactly expand the universe so to speak um but episode four is my top one so far episode two is my second and then three and one okay one was just so slow for me and it at the end of the episode the only thing that we learned was that he was taken by tuscans i at that point i don't even think that he had befriended the tuscans yeah um he was just taken by them and i know we talked about this uh because this is a big concern that i noticed on even the episode one is during those nighttime scenes, at least where I'm watching it at like a, a 4K TV even, the scenes are just so dark and you can't see anything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, they are so dark. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. You're on a desert planet in the middle of the night. I get it. Yeah, 100%. But, but you can do better with the lighting. Um, and it could have been like your TV settings. Did you have a glare when you watched it by chance or, or anything? I don't know. No, I mean, it was, I think there's been several times, especially with episodes, I think, a bunch of the flashbacks at night, maybe one, two, and three, because those are all, contain those flashbacks um, with the Tuscans, and yeah. all of them have been at various times of the day, and it's all been very dark and, and very hard to see. What I... So I initially didn't love the Tuscan scenes, um, especially in the first episode. Second episode, I, I really liked how he was starting to establish himself as part of the Tuscan clan. Yeah. But I didn't 
like it as much just simply because my, my wife put it really well that you get to really, um, you know, the Tuscans were really dehumanized in all of the previous elements of Star Wars, minus the Mandalorian, where we get to see Mando really communicate and um, establish the, the Tuscans being the super intelligent race. And it's kind of the same thing that we see here. So for me, it was like, I've already seen how the Tuscans are, you know, actually pretty friendly. They're misunderstood creatures, stuff like that. So it was, for me, the Tuscan storyline wasn't as great because of it. Mm-hmm. But then for episode four, The Gathering Storm hits, and we kind of see the conclusion of the Tuscan storyline. And... I like that a lot more because it got it. I got to see how Mando or not Mando. Sorry. There's a lot of Mandalorians in the past in Star Wars in the last like few years. Um, Boba Fett appreciates the Tuscans and what they did. It's so it's very, I like the aspect of seeing Boba's connection to the Tuscans. Yeah, I agree with you. And I just want to add that, you know, that's his family, and he's trying to make this new dynasty, his his Boba dynasty, after, I guess, retiring. Can we say he's a retired Boba, Boba Fett now? <laughs> he's a retired hunter? bounty hunter, yeah, I yeah. think so. You know, I, <laughs> this would have been so bad if, like, the, the Tuscan leader got his head chopped off like uh, Jango Fett did, and then Boba has to relive that pain. <laughs> oh, It <my laughs> would be so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Poor and guy just wants to make a he's just an honest <laughs> man trying to make his way. make his way in the galaxy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I did like those flashbacks talking about those kind of kind of reiterations or or I guess different shots of Django Fett, you know, leaving on the on I guess I I reformly slave one. I I still don't know what the what the name is. Both at Starship. Um, I think the overall make and model, what was it, Matt, Firefly, or, or, uh, or am I just thinking of the TV show Firefly? <laughs> you might be thinking of the TV show Firefly. I've been trying to find the make and model just because I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah, so actually it's not Firefly, it's Fire Spray. And again, those are, you know, various names the name is up in the air. I was watching some content creator about, you know, Easter eggs within the episodes. I watch them for every week. And someone said that they'd like to have the show acknowledge the name change. So instead of, you know, someone says, Fennec Shand says that, oh, let's get to the slave one. And, and then Boba's like, no one should be a slave. I was a slave to my contractors when I was a bounty hunter. So... Now it's my starship, Boba Fett's starship. <laughs> I don't know if it's been renamed. I'm looking at the Star Wars databank online, and it is still Slave 1. It's very interesting. Uh, maybe that's their mid-change, and they don't want to reveal it yet because it's going to get a new name with this season. But according to the Star Wars website, the name hasn't changed yet. I do like how you brought up changing the name and how it could be something that in, in a dialogue between Fennec and Boba... The only thing is I think it would be even better is if they just don't say that it's like just come up with a completely new name Mm -hmm. sort of thing. 
I they don't I don't know I don't know if you necessarily need to say it. I think everyone knows that um the name change is necessary. So I think it I think it might just be better to just change the name with Boba Fett renaming it mm-hmm. to be to be something else. Or it could just be, be Boba Fett. Be Boba Fett my starship, you know? I don't know yeah. if you necessarily need a name to it to have I mean, it be the same power. All, all you need is the seismic charges and yeah. you're good. <laughs> Before I get into the seismic charge and and what we saw in the, the fourth episode, yeah, I just think... I mean, it's always going to be canon within Star Wars. I'm pretty sure Aura saying my favorite character, as you know, <laughs> does say Slave One or some iteration of that in the Clone Wars. And yeah, I think there is some kind of canon dialogue with that. So I don't know. It would have to be, for me... I think the proper send-off, if they wanted to really change the name, would be this opportunity in the Boba Fett series. Series. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, Do you know uh, if there it was ever mentioned by name in The Mandalorian? I don't think so. I don't think it was either. And I don't think it was in Episode 2 either, so I think it was just get to the, get to the ship. <laughs> yeah. But That's talking true. about the ship and its seismic charge... What did you think about the scene with the Sarlacc and the seismic charge? As soon as, you know, they start lurching over the Sarlacc pit, I was like, no. No. <laughs> I was like, the, the Sarlacc's coming alive. It's going to attack. It did. I thought it died from Boba taking the a way, flamethrower to the it. The way they were lurching over, no way. No chance. No chance. That There, there was going to be a pop-out of... Um, an attack by the sarlacc which it does happen and then as soon as the guns and everything were happening i was like i know it's happening i was like there's gonna there's gonna be the most satisfying noise in all of star wars and i'm gonna hear it for a third time and i was very happy about it yeah i think it was it was i think it was spectacular it's just so simple it's such a simple thing that Mm -hmm. i don't think any star wars fan will ever get sick of here yeah the sound, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. I mean, the seismic charge in in this case doesn't make a lot of sense given you know how close the ship is to it. Yeah. I I to me that doesn't make a ton of sense. Also, historically, the seismic charges have been on contact. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious why it didn't go off ahead of time. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it too much because, like I said, I just like hearing the noise. So if it's an excuse to hear the seismic charge. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do a, a, a fan theory that might be out there, but okay, so we have the Sarlacc, and then we have the Crate Dragon, right? Season season 2, Mandalorian, Crate Dragon. Season 1 is when Boba picks up Fennec Shand, so we're a little bit in between. Um, here's my fan theory. You ready for this, Matt? All right, all right. Shoot. So when Fennec Shand and Boba release the seismic charge into the Sarlacc, the Sarlacc explodes as we saw but then it's kind of like an alarm clock that wakes the crate dragon <laughs> and then it causes for season two and uh we get that arc so i mean definitely Wait, didn't it didn't it already pass though the crate dragon yeah at that time yeah because think about it he picks up fennec at that point fennec's already picked up yeah fennec so well that was fennec got picked fennec, up a, i thought fennec season attacked. one I thought it was season so se- two. Hold on. It might be season one. 
I might be I might be losing it. Or I might be losing now, it. Now we're gonna we are going down the Google track, everyone, to find out what it is. I, I don't know the exact time frame. So it appears Oh wait, you're right, that is season one. So that's that's my theory. The seismic charge with the Sarlacc woke up the crate dragon, causing the first couple episodes within Mandalorian season one, and then eventually, you know, as we saw, Boba gets his armor back. That's that's my theory. That's so interesting. But I could be wrong. It could be, you know, simultaneously, Mando is is over already in um, help. No, wait. So I guess it would be a different Tuscan tribe. Now now it's all just clicking and trying to line up everything because yeah you know what instead of making sense of it i think i'm just gonna go with it that's my running theory yep my fan theory we're, we're trying to make sense of it all in, yeah. in a crazy world yeah that's your fan but, theory um, and and you're gonna live and breathe and die by it live and die by the sword right yeah i i think that it was great one one thing that i really wanted to highlight is the like cyberpunk and cybernetics being used yeah um it's a very interesting vibe choice you know you're on tatooine and you think it's like this remote desert planet where everything's very rustic and then you have these very shiny cybernetics that all these like kids are using yeah and just kind of made me think of almost like how each generation has different like personalities and things like Mm -hmm. us we're we're gen z and uh and millennials like i i'm i'm in the mushy middle of it but there's a distinct difference between both of those generations and all the generations before that and it feels like it's a generational thing with the cybernetics yeah you know which i think is very interesting it's a cool take on our culture Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people were on the internet bashing the cybernetics usage and having it be on tatooine because it's like it doesn't fit tatooine and, and things like that and i mean we'd be saying the same thing about like yeah I fashion it, you know i think it fits i think it's just we haven't seen it within any star wars media or yeah. whatever it is and i think it's something new i mean it could be someone from coruscant coming over and starting this whole shop you know it could just be yeah. a sporadic thing it could be exactly in result of jabba dying and, and then bib fortuna taking over yeah <laughs> Exactly. I don't see an issue in it. I think it's cool. It's new. I'm I mean, not opposed to it. Does it look like it fits? No, but I think that's okay. Yeah. And talking about episode three with the, the cybernetics, I like how Boba is growing his army or growing his, his family, per se. His clan. His clan. And he's inevitably trying to take out the Pikes and maybe Crimson Dawn. So... Um, again, that will be later on, maybe, hopefully, by the end of the series. But Seeing seeing the pikes, I, I use real life, because I know that they're still CGI-based, but mm-hmm. I like the look of them. I it, They were recognizable for me pretty instantaneously, and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's Yeah, that's the first time we've seen them unmasked, so that really does show some creativity and and i i enjoy the the pikes and i like how they're incorporating the story with boba is getting kind of revenge or on for his family his his tuscan family and it extends into the current timeline so that's pretty cool but yeah 
What was I just talking about, man? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's been so long. Uh, oh, we get a, a uh, slack, right? We get yeah, some slack yeah, on this one. Slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I was talking about like the the bike scene, and I thought the bike scene. I liked the the new which, characters. Which the, bike scene? The one are where they changing about? the uh, the the major domo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The the twilek. I enjoy. Yes. I enjoyed that and. But the chase scene, it the seemed, very slow chase, yeah, chase scene. That yeah. was my issue. Like even Robin said that it, she didn't like the uh, how the, slow it was. Yeah, it, it just felt so slow. It looked like they were going twenty five miles per hour. They're like abiding by the speed limit of the streets of Mos Espa, you know, because yeah. they were worried about that. <laughs> yeah, government official speed is speeding, and they're going at a. Uh, at a, um, a proper Snail's speed of, of yeah. 20 miles per hour, or not even. But that was my one thing. I do like, I just want to add in that we do see Black Christensen. We do. And he was in the comics. He um, fought Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan gave him his scar near his eye. I'm glad they brought in that character. And we kind of see, you know, how Wookiees, like Han said in episode four, be careful. He's going to... Rip your arm Rip out of your, your arm. out of your socket, and he ripped that. I love how I love how everyone goes ooh, and then everyone's like, "All right, back to drinking." Yeah, I mean, um, but transoceans actually grow back their arms. I think so. I think it wasn't like coming at a cost, other than it will take time to regrow. But it does show that that feud between the Wookies and the Trandoshans. So, I'd be interested to see if we get more Wookies. You know, I wonder if there's gonna be some Wookiees joining forces with Boba. Even more. I'm, I mean, I'm granted, there's not too. many, but I, I wonder if we're going to get more. Yeah. That'd be really interesting to me. I think that'd be cool. The last big thing that I wanted to hit on is the upcoming war and, like, my kind of, like, prediction for it all. Yeah. They were talking with the, the last of the, the last episodes or part of the episode for episode four was the dinner with the other families on Espa and the godfather (laughs) yeah it was like a godfather moment but i just i just felt all these families are going to betray him that's all i could think of they were like oh yeah we agree with this yeah we don't want to fight this war you should do it on your own yeah 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 we won't interfere in my head all i'm thinking is they want that power they so because of that the pikes are probably going to offer them way more money and power over the city and everything and i think that it's going to be boban island that's that's how I view it. Okay. Um, I think that's how I think the war is going to go. Obviously, you're going to see Mandalorians and a lot of them. Yeah, with appear the, with the dark saber. Do you think the dark saber is going to show up? Well, Boba Fett wouldn't earn that one. Well, no, I no. Don't... I'm saying like Mando's coming back because we hear that at the end of the. Yes, we show. heard the the the, 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 the sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme. So I. This is this is where I get into it a little bit, Josh. Uh-huh. I was hoping for what what this was shaping up to up until the Mandalorian moment at the end. Mm-hmm. When I have friends and I can get a lot of them, I was like, okay, you're going to get an army of Mandalorians. Pretty obvious. I would like that he would get his army of of bounty hunters. Like Bosk is still alive, so get Bosk, get Dengar. Well, that's what I was going to get at. I thought this was going to be a crime syndicate show. You know, it was shaping up that way. And then he wants to be... I thought this was going to be the Breaking Bad of the Star Wars universe. And it it doesn't seem like it's heading that direction because 
Boba wants to be respectful. He wants to like he wants to make money, but he is seems to only be doing legitimate business. Yeah. I So it's very interesting. Yeah, and even Tem or Tamora Morrison said that you know, he would like Fennec to say some of the lines that he was supposed to say when they were writing and 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 filming that because he wanted to maintain that kind of mysterious Boba Fett kind of figure but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it's not it's not what we have anticipated but i think it's going to be at least i don't know i'm hoping for a good yeah i just thought it was gonna be episodes left four episodes i i that's what i'm also a little eh about is this first season seems to be a lot of world building quote unquote but it like the plot hasn't moved very far it's still on tattooing (laughs) Well, we're not going to leave Tatooine. <laughs> no, well, that's I fine. Know. I know. That's fine. Maybe it, we'll see him to go pick up Mando or something. You know, like there might be something like that. Mm-hmm. But in my head, my vision, I this season, there's only four episodes. And you haven't moved the plot very far. Yeah. There's a lot I feel like you need to tie in before you have an all-out war with the Pikes. Yeah. Which is probably what's going to happen at the end of season one, and you're going to get the Mandalorians called in. So it's very... I feel like there's a lot that we still need to be filled in, but we spent most of the time with world building, character building to some degree. We spent so much on these Tuscans that I don't know how the Tuscans, to some degree, aren't coming back. Maybe there'll be the... well. I mean, as we saw, because the timeline matches uh, with the Mandalorian, there still are Tuscans out there. It's just a specific tribe that yes. got um, perished by those raiders. So Correct. I think he can use his negotiations. and uh, As long as they're not short. Yeah, as long as they're not short. A couple things I do want to add in. Um, I'm excited to see Rancor and see the Rancor's ability and... Um, Danny Trejo's place with the Rancor. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, another emotional scene was with the Bantha. And also the meme. Oh, yeah. It, like <laughs> being a, a dog, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. I love that. I love that. I loved thinking that Banthas are just big desert dogs, in essence. Well, technically, they're elephants. under. The I know, but like, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, they're basically a dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. At heart. And well, I, I like that. Yeah, so I, I did want to note that we do still have that kind of aspect of the Rancor, and we saw the Rancor at the end of the, this episode with kind of trying to eat the, fam- the, the other houses or the other families um, that within Mos Espa. And uh, you could see, see I, my thing is, was Danny Trejo trying to, get man, uh, trying to get Boba eaten, or was he trying to still train train the uh, rancor for boba fett I, that's my confusion. i don't know i don't know i'm i think we're gonna have to wait and find out if that even is a role or if we're thinking a little bit too into it you know yeah because i'm not sold on that either i don't know if it's a plant by the fets or yeah. not the fets the, the, um the huts the huts fets yeah. huts there's so many the, the t- twins at the, the end twins. yeah yeah 
So I'm not sold on that. Also, I I feel so bad for the people that are carrying the huts. You can li- there's some <laughs> there's one actor who is carrying them and he plays the part so well. It looks like he's literally wobbling trying to keep the fets up or yeah. uh, fets the <laughs> huts up. It was I actually love the acting in that. That was like the I guess that is now my last point that I wanted to highlight. Yeah. But that pretty much covered everything that I had so far with uh, season one of the Book of Bubba Fett. Yeah. And I think that's what I wanted to cover. I liked how there's a little bit of callback. There's a, a picture, a concept art of episode six, I think, with the speed chase. I just want to talk about that since we're re- reiterating on the different episodes or episode four um, and before. Other than that, I think, you know, I'm excited to see what's going to happen, and I just hope that they can pull off uh, and execute a season finale as well, just like the end of Mandalorian. I think hopefully they can live it up to that. Like I said before on other podcasts. Wait, um, wait, wait. Which which season of Mandalorian? Two? (laughs) Season one. You like season one better? I, we we can go into this at a different time. Yeah. Uh, I, I do, I, I, I have come to appreciate Luke Skywalker um, <laughs> appearing in season two. I mean, I but just, it, I called it. <laughs> you called it, you did. I, I still was not sold on that season. I still am not. Um, when, do we even get a Mandalorian season three? When is that supposed to be? Yeah, I think they're filming. Um, I could look it up real quick. Because I'm used to getting new episodes pretty every year, and we haven't we haven't heard anything. It says in 2022, so there's not a specific date. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fall 2022 then, most likely. Yeah, yeah, which I'm fine with. I mean, we're getting Kenobi, we're getting some other shows that later this season. We're getting finally the Lego Star Wars game announced, so I'm excited. April. Josh, I think that was the whole reason why I wanted to record today. Not gonna lie, was yeah. the fact that April fifth we are getting Lego Star Wars. Um, I pre-ordered it. I'm ready to go, and then I'm gonna probably buy it on PC as well because I want. The to get combat that. looks so fun. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! It doesn't look like a Lego game. I mean, it is a Lego game, but the mechanics behind it is brand yeah. new. Yeah. And I'm excited to see how they apply those mechanics to different themes and and projects within Absolutely. Lego universe. So absolutely but i am so excited for that jedi fallen order got a i think uh they leaked a announcement date for 2023 i was hearing yeah but but some some were saying that as soon as christmas 20 or holiday 2022 i don't see how they're gonna do that just with every other game being pushed back yeah i i don't see how they're gonna be able to do that so there's there's some excitement in the Star Wars universe. Um, I can say that honestly, I'm excited for stuff in the Star Wars universe for the first time in in a little bit. I've it's been hard for me. Yeah, they haven't been pumping out stuff like Marvel. It's or good. Any other thing or Disney. It I is mean, good. Yeah, which I mean, we're gonna get a bunch of stuff this year, so just be aware of that, Matt. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I didn't watch any of Visions. I was excited for Visions. I didn't watch it. I I watched the first episode, and I really am not... I I like some anime. I don't like all anime, but I just couldn't get... It wasn't your your jam? No, no. That's fair. It wasn't, but... That's fair. I I know other people enjoyed it, which, again, I 
we'll probably inevitably watch it sometime when there's a big gap within Star Wars content, which I guess was during when it was released. But uh, yeah, just not right now. I'm, I'm I've got other shows to watch and yeah, and definitely Boba Fett to focus on. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I guess the last thing we really need to do, Josh, is mm-hmm. give a quick thank you to everyone. Yeah. Um, I know that everyone's been, there's been a lot of people reaching out trying to figure out, are we going to ever come back? Stuff like that. Um, it's been, it's been hard. I've been trying to make it work. Uh, Josh has been trying to make it work. Yeah. Um, but it is worth noting that even though we've been kind of MIA since or on Josh, our, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> October 7th was our Dengar episode and we haven't recorded a single podcast since then. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be known during that time that we were gone, we surpassed over 9,000 downloads on the podcast. So I want to give a real shout out to everyone who's listened. Yeah. It's really appreciated. And And specifically, in the last 90 days, which this falls within, we've had over 800 downloads. Wow. So that's people finding us and listening and honestly unbelievable we we really appreciate it yeah thank you so much and and i'm ready to get back on this grind i know we've been having life i mean matt moved i'm teaching full-time you're working i'm working yeah 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 I mean, yeah I, working I real hard <laughs> i did fall all nighter making because we're we're teaching online so it's are uh, you sure that you didn't pull an all-nighter because you were playing fortnite again oh no i mean the only reason why <laughs> i play that is because other you know our friends are playing it right now because battlefront is because broken. you no, 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 no. Because you got the gaffy stick. Oh, that I is why gaff- you play this yeah, game. Yeah, the gaffy stick. I am Boba Fett. I am Boba Fett in Fortnite, and that is the only reason why I play it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but until then, uh, I'm not going to say that we're going to record for the following week, because if I do that, then we might be breaking the promise. But we will try to post on Twitter with updates when we're going to be posting. We're hoping to make it more regular schedule, but stay tuned to find out. Yeah. Until then... Please keep doing you. Please stay safe. And we'll see you guys all later. May the force be with you all. Thank you again. Ten HP.